You're listening to Sky Aspects with Cleopatra Jade, a podcast about astrological topics, also full and new moons. Enjoy, guys. We have a jam-packed week full of planetary transits. I actually feel like I'm understating that. This week has a lot going on in terms of planetary activity, with the 26th being the most concentrated day of all the days. So that day in particular is going to feel intense and in some ways fun, exciting, adventurous. So it's a mixed bag day with a myriad of transits. Also, this is a transformative week. Venus is going into Libra, so we'll be shifting the tone from the Virgo energy to the Libra expression of Venus and Venus being in its natural rulership, which should be very helpful for our love life and financial situations. Mercury goes direct on the second, which could help us make sense of some unclear situations that we've had going on since the end of August. Plus, Mercury and Venus will make the majority of the alignments, causing us to focus on our communication, thought, relationships, and financial situations. So if you're watching this on YouTube and you're looking at the vibes on the graph, they absolutely reflect the week that we have ahead because there is a lot going on. Monday has a little bit of this and a little bit of that. The 26th all the way up until about the 27th, we have a mix of solitude, good luck energy, mental energy, social energy, emotional sensitivity, romance, and some low-grade family and friends energy. Again, this is why the 26th is going to be a mixed bag day. Again, there's a lot of fun stuff there. There's a lot of exhilarating stuff going on. At the same time, there might be some harsher tones. There may be moments where you need some space, but there may be moments where you feel conflicted and you really kind of don't want to be by yourself. And Again, you could be in your head with all the mental energy. With all that optimism and good luck energy, we have stuff coming. There's stuff going on with Jupiter, so that may put us in a position to actually make things happen for ourselves and look at all of our opportunities and take advantage of them. The solitude, social, family, and friends, and the good luck energy will be with us all the way up until about the 30th, then taper off. Around the 29th, we have newer energies that are coming in. We'll have a lot of ambition and drive energy. We'll also have imagination and confusion. We'll also have some psychic energy. Solitude will be back. Family and friends energy will be back. Social energy will be back. And the good luck energy in itself will be back as well. So the weekend will have its things about it that's going to be fun and exhilarating and adventurous. At the same time, some difficulties. At the same time, you might feel unclear about certain things. You may not want to rush in and do anything thing it's going to be crucial not to act on impulse through this weekend even though the urge will be there and the energetic vibe will be there there are going to definitely be moments where you need to make sure you're clear on all the details of something because mercury is going to oppose neptune again and even though we have mostly favorable energy going on throughout that period we also have some hard stuff going on with that one alignment and a few others so you definitely are going to you're definitely going to want to take your time throughout this weekend so yeah this is going to be an interesting week for sure let's look at the next bunch days and see what we can expect. As a reminder, don't forget to like and subscribe because it helps this channel grow. And if you'd like to support the work of this channel, you could do so by buying me a fresh cup of coffee. There's a link in the description box below. On the 26th, Mars is making a semi-sextile with Uranus. So as I was saying in my previous video, anything that I talk about with Mars right now is going to be retrograde related. So Mars and Uranus making this contact, it'll happen a few more times. So pay attention to this one 
because this one will come back on December 8th and then it'll come back on February 18th as Mars is in its post shadow period. So here's the thing with this alignment. Mars and Uranus, when they come together, it can be adventurous and it can be fun. It could get us taking risks that we need to take sometimes, but sometimes we need to get out of our comfort zone. Sometimes we need to shake things up. But with a transit like this being a complex alignment, this can cause some issues in terms of being impetuous. So if you're feeling impulsive and you're feeling impatient, try to wait for the right moment to do things, even if you feel antsy, because with an alignment like this, some of our impulsive actions can backfire on us. So things may not go the way we want. We may want change, but the change isn't ready for us. You might be ready to upgrade something in your life, but things are not quite settled yet. Things are not quite ready yet. And you could rush something and cause mishaps, cause this could actually result in you not getting what you want because you're trying to rush things and it ends up backfiring or it upsets someone, it pisses someone off. And so maybe there's no deal associated with whatever you're trying to create or bring into your life. And with Mars being in Gemini, this could be contractual. This could have something to do with documents. This could have something to do with anything to do with writing or even something you might have signed up for. On top of that, this is the type of alignment where running your mouth is going to blow up in your face. This is one of those alignments where if you are getting argumentative or other people are getting argumentative and riled up, it could result in aggression and it could result in an actual fight. So you definitely want to be aware of that. This is an adventurous sort of alignment as well. So if you're craving fun and excitement, you may be going after that, but just make sure you're taking your time, make sure you're not rushing into anything because this also brings out the clumsy side. And again, with this alignment, any actions that you do may come back around December 8th and February 18th. So be mindful of your behavior during this day because this could really key up our antsy side. Monday overall is just a day with reckless energy. And as I was saying before, a lot of it is fun energy. So you may want to socialize. You may want to go do fun things. But some of the alignments that are going on, they tend to bring out our reckless side. And sometimes that recklessness can blow up in our face. And considering the rest of the alignments that are going on with the sun that day, this is going to key things up. I wanted to get that Mars one out the way because it definitely is one of the most important, although few of these are super important as well. The sun that day will be in complicated alignments with Uranus, Jupiter, and Saturn. So that Uranus situation is already getting extra pressure on it with Mars. And so now you add the sun with that. On top of that, the sun is connecting with Jupiter in an opposition, which is adding to the egoic nature of the day. On top of that, the Saturn situation could cause us to get some sort of backlash in terms of being reckless. But having the sun connect to Uranus and Jupiter in this way, along with Uranus still being connected to Mars in this way, again, this can bring out arrogant behavior. This can bring out egoic behavior. If you're looking for a fight today, today might be the day to do so. If you're looking to get carried away to pump up your ego, then this could be the day where that happens. Today is just going to be a day for a lot of excitement-seeking behavior. We could be dealing with people who are looking for attention to get their ego stroked. But with the sun making that sesquiquadrate to Saturn, a lot of that behavior can backfire. So just try to be as mindful as possible. Again, this has a lot of fun to it with Jupiter and with Uranus and Mars. It's just that you have to be careful about your recklessness. So if you're looking for some fun and adventure, these energies are great for that. Also with the sun making that opposition to Jupiter, this is the halfway point of the retrograde period for Jupiter. So we are halfway done with this retrograde. And with these oppositions to those outer planets, they feel like full moon energy. So it's highly charged, highly keyed up energy is the peak of the cycle. So again, this can really pronounce a lot of the Jupiterian themes that connect with the sun. And again, so this can result in overconfidence or biting off more than you can chew. Or again, 
being careless and thoughtless about certain actions you take. So it's something to definitely be mindful of. At least on that day, Mercury is making a conjunction with Venus, which again, adds to the element of fun. Again, this is one of the reasons why we were seeing those vibes so vibrant on the graph with a multitude of fun alignments and alignments that are uncomfortable. Hopefully this alignment helps us in terms of having a way with words. Mercury making this conjunction with Venus has a tendency to be really great for diffusing drama. It generally puts a lighter tone in the air, even though Mercury is retrograde and it's connecting with Venus, this still has favorable qualities to it. So this could be about going back and patching things up if there were some rough patches during that retrograde period. I mean, the retrograde will be over in a matter of days, then we'll hit the shadow period, but this could be an opportunity to fix something or patch something up with someone. This is a social energy. This is a romantic energy. So on a social level, this could be great for just getting together with friends, connecting with people, having lovely verbal exchanges, and hopefully we're feeling more of this energy and is taking the sting out there from all the other alignments because this is just so positive and on a romantic level this could be helpful within your stable relationship or dating situation and if you're single this might be a time for connecting with someone who's fun and flirty but hopefully this is mitigating the energy that's going on on that day because this is a lot so we could really use these damage control vibes of mercury and venus tuesday is a little less concentrated than monday was and the alignments on Tuesday have more of a constructive tone. Mercury's making a trine with Pluto, and this is the second hit from Mercury and Pluto, so it could bring up themes from August 22nd, the last time these guys connected together. So if you started a process at the end of August about transformation when it comes down to your mind, when it comes down to the way you communicate, when it comes down to your coping skills, this could be a day where you're having that fresh reminder to keep up on the good work you've been applying to your life. This could also be a day of uncovering something. And uncover something that you've been trying to figure out with your own psyche or just trying to understand about a situation it could be like finding a missing puzzle piece it could be like having a moment of like understanding exactly what you need to do for yourself and why things are the way they are so it's great for finding root cause situations when it comes to our behavior our internal dialogue and coping skills this could also have you going back to conversations that were left unsaid maybe not in a way that's uncomfortable but something that needs to be finalized something that ends up being beneficial to you some that needs to be contract it so this could be the final results of a contract that you were trying to sign or just having a sigh of relief because you finally get confirmation on something and you're able to move forward on whatever that might be for you with the grounded energies of that day we have mars making a trine with saturn pay attention to this one because again it does tie in with the mars retrograde and it will come back around two more times this alignment will come back around on the 28th and then March 30th. The thing with March 30th is by that point in time, Mars will be out of Gemini and Saturn will be in Pisces. So even though it's out of the retrograde at that point and Saturn is in a completely new sign and Mars is in a completely new sign, it could bring up some retrograde themes from this year, from this September hit and from that November hit. But an alignment like this could help us reconsider what's going on with our goals. Where do we want to make progress in our life? What's our long game? What's our long-term plan? How are we going to employ some sort of strategy to get to that place? So we could be thinking about that. This could be in terms of your career. This could be in terms of just life. Life goals. This could be in terms of the environment you're living in with Mars being in Gemini and Gemini deals with environments. So this could be thinking of something big, thinking of a move, saving up for a house. And with Saturn being in Aquarius, this can be all about getting out of stagnant situations in your life, looking at how you can upgrade your life, even if you may not be ready at this date and more than likely not because of just the nature of this alignment. This 
This could have you examining your circumstances and how you can make them better and how you can improve upon them. But you're able to understand that maturely you're able to look at what needs to be done in order for you to get to this next level. So this could be a day of just figuring that plan out or having it in your head. But again, this will come back around a couple of times. So by the time you get to November, there'll be a second look at this. And then by the time you get to March, you may be ready. So hopefully you guys are feeling this and are creating a game plan for yourselves. And because we may not be quite ready unless we already had a game plan in motion, we'll still have to play it cool when it comes down to what we want and not act impulsively. And I say this because by the 28th, Jupiter's making a semi-square with Uranus. So now Uranus has gotten so many contacts from other planets that rev Uranus up more than anything. As I was saying before, the Sun, Mars, and Jupiter, when they come together with Uranus, it can definitely bring in some crazy energy. It's fun energy, and it's great for just socializing and doing silly shit, but at the same time, when it's a hard alignment, we want to make sure we are being mindful of our behavior. This is one of those alignments where we could feel lucky, but we're not necessarily lucky. We're feeling euphoric about something because this could bring on a feeling of euphoria. The problem with this is luck tends to fluctuate within this alignment. So you want to be careful. You want to make sure that you're not making any impulsive decisions when it comes down to finances or speculation, which has a lot to do with games of chance. And that has a lot to do with gambling. So this is one of those days where you want to be mindful. You may feel like it's your lucky day, but it may not be the day to do so. You may want to wait a little bit longer before you throw all that money on games of chance. So try to be mindful of behavior because this is very unpredictable energy. When Jupiter and Uranus come together in a harmonious alignment, that's when you absolutely want to take risks because that has a tendency to go favorably. Especially if you're seeing Jupiter trying Uranus, that's one of those days where it's just like, yeah, definitely do a little something. Definitely gamble a little bit because it may end up being your lucky day. It's like the surprise good luck sort of thing. But in a harder alignment, It's surprise luck, but not in the way you might expect it. So there could be fluctuations in fortune. So do the best you can when this energy hits. At least on the 29th, Venus is going into her home sign of Libra, which could help us create some sort of harmony in our love lives and career. So now the celestial body is leaving the choosy approach of Virgo and going into a place where it shines well. Venus and Libra is a more open expression when it comes down to relationships, when it comes down to finances, when it comes down to just adding attitudes overall. Venus transiting through its home sign of Libra is helpful in terms of compromise. It's helpful in terms of being able to relate with others and it's helpful for keeping the peace. And honestly, the way things are going with some of these transits, we need some Libra energy. We need things to get harmonized. We need things to get peaceful because things have been revved up with some of these energies and these alignments. So Venus and Libra will bring a little bit of joy back into our lives. And I say that because this is a carefree Venus. We can let our hair down and not feel as guilty about it, indulge in some of our favorite things, and put our attention on being more social. Venus in Libra is a very social Venus. It's a social Venus in terms of romance, because obviously when we think of Libra, we think of romance, but we also have our one-on-one close relationships as well. So this could be a period where you're reconnecting with those people, not saying that you've lost connection, but you're just having the urge to be around them more. There are periods in life where we may need 
need a little bit of space. There are periods of life where we just don't feel as social as usual. And I'm not saying that the Virgo energy is not social in itself because it can be, but this is definitely a more open expression. So we could be more open to having people around, having get-togethers. Venus, a lot of the time in its home signs and signs that it really enjoys is great for having get-togethers. So if you're looking for an excuse to throw a dinner party or a party of any kind, this is going to be the perfect energy for that. If you've been wanting to rev up your date night, if you're in a relationship or a dating situation, this is going to be lovely energy for that because it promotes our need for harmony with others and our romantic side. If you're single, this could be a time where you're seeing that flirtation is more revved up with others or with a person of interest, or you're feeling more open to dating. Maybe there might have been a period where you weren't as open. If you were kind of like whatever during Virgo season, you might feel more open at this point in time. I've always find it funny that Libra comes around cuffing season, so does Scorpio. So at this point, sometimes people get drained from their summer antics and their summer singlehood, and they're just kind of ready to have somebody and be in a relationship and do all the cutesy couple things that people do. And it's just funny that it happens around Libra season, the cuffing season thing, and of course, Scorpio season where we really take our relationship seriously. Libra influence, we might have the urge to go to galleries, we may have the urge to do something artsy and something cultural. Venus has a lot to do with our cultural side, and when it's in Libra, it definitely does best in this. It does well in this with Taurus as well, but with Libra, it happens to bring out this side that's more refined. When it comes down to the signs it rules, Venus and Libra happens to be a very artsy Venus. Libra has a lot to do with balance and aesthetics, so we could be open to those things. So this could be a period of gallery hopping, this could be a period of going to diverse restaurants, restaurants or taking in other cultural events. When it comes down to our finances, we may have the urge to spend a little bit more and to be more loose when it comes down to finances. The Libra energy is very luxurious, just like Taurus. And so when it comes down to buying things, we may be more open than normal to spend a little bit more. With Venus being associated on how we adorn ourselves, this could be a period of just revamping your wardrobe, looking for something that's more aesthetically pleasing to your eye. Something that's beautiful and classical, because with Venus and Libra, there's generally a classical sort of vibe to it. And this is not to say you're going to dress super fancy all of a sudden, but this could be a period where you're going for more timeless styles rather than trends. And even if something isn't pricey, it's going to definitely look expensive. Although I always say Libras have really nice taste and sometimes having that really nice taste is expensive taste. I'm an Aries surrounded by Libras. I always talk about this during Libra season. Most Libras I know, they know how to dress and they really know how to spend. And so when you get gifts from Libras, they generally are the best gifts you can possibly get. They have an eye for what looks good on people. So when they buy you something, it generally is a really good fit. And they don't like cheap shit. It's that Venusian quality of wanting the finer things in life. And so they happen to do the same when it comes down to the people that they love. So transit-wise, we could experience this with a lot of our loved ones or be the one who's actually doing that and buying some really nice things for the people we care about. So of course, there's a lower expression as there is any time a planet transits through a sign. Something to be aware of is making up your mind in relationships. Because Libra is about weighing things out and balancing things, we can have issues when it comes down to making a decision. And, you know, if you're in a relationship and you can't make a decision about something, this could be problematic, of course. If you're single and, you know, you're dating someone who doesn't seem like they know what they want or you're the person that doesn't know what they want, then this could be problematic as well. Because the Libra's need to weigh things out can overinflate this quality. We have to be aware of being pretentious and being snooty in this energy. It can kind of rev that up. It can kind of drudge that up. It can also drudge up 
surface level relationships and attraction because a lot of the time within the Libra energy we focus on beauty which is always nice but at the same time that could be the only thing that's the focus if you're in a dating situation and of course with finances because of that spending quality about this you definitely want to be aware of your spending obviously the urge may be there to spend a little bit more but you just want to be mindful that you're not just overdoing it or you're not doing things for show sometimes the lower expression of this could be buying things just because you want to flex and and so you want to make sure that that's not the reason why you're buying the things and, and that you have backup when it comes down to your finances and you're not going through all of your money. Other than that, let's appreciate Venus and Libra for all the lovely qualities it brings to us. And interestingly, on the first, we've got some Venus alignments. Venus is going to be making an opposition with Jupiter and Venus is also going to be making a hard alignment with Uranus. So speaking of going overboard with these two alignments connecting to Venus that just went into Libra the day prior, you want to be aware of some of your behaviors. This week has been a week of impulsivity and this is no different. This can bring out impulsivity a lot of the time when it comes down to relationship antics, life overall financial situations and being indulgent. So we want to be aware of that. With Venus making that opposition with Jupiter, things can be a bit grandiose when it comes to love and money. So you want to make sure you're not going over the top when it comes to that. There could be moments of over the top displays of affection. There could be moments of spending lavishly. And, you know, as I was saying before with Venus going into Libra, yeah, I mean, that urge to splurge is definitely going to be there, but you definitely want to be aware of that. Also, you want to be aware of going overboard when it comes to indulgences, when it comes down to drinking stimulants because our urge to consume things will be really high and that's anything that you can consume. It doesn't always have to be alcohol or drugs and things like that. It could be binge watching TV. It could be binge watching Twitch streams. It could be going down a rabbit hole of social media and things like that. So there's an overdo it quality about this. And with Venus connecting to Uranus on that same day with that, it could be very unpredictable. Some of the results could be unpredictable. A lot of the times we can be overly reckless. A lot of the times we can be very impulsive and in some situations, we might want to break free from restrictive situations. And so this could be restrictive relationships. This could be restrictions and finances. This could be a very over-the-top thing. And I say unpredictable because Uranus has a tendency to change the direction of something. So something can be going one way and seem like a sure thing, and then it could switch. And Uranus is still connected to that Jupiter alignment. Jupiter is making a semi-square with Uranus. And again, this week, don't push your luck because... They Things are pretty unpredictable within this energy. I know we had a lot of that good luck energy on the chart. And, you know, in some cases that might be the case, but you definitely want to make sure you're not doing anything that's completely overboard. So do the best you can when these energies hit. And on the second, Mercury goes out of retrograde. Mercury will be stationing on this day and Mercury will also be connecting with Neptune on this day. And during stations, we tend to have very potent energy. When these planets are still, regardless of whichever planet it is coming out of retrograde or going into retrograde, the energy is definitely potent. And with all this concentrated energy, with all these other things going on, really, really be mindful of impulsive behavior especially with Mercury in this opposition to Neptune. You want to make sure you're clear on every single detail and that you're not jumping into something that might be problematic because even though this planet is stopping today, it doesn't mean that the retrograde stops because we still have the shadows period to go through. So pay attention to what's going on on this day because it will circle back around and of course all the prior things. 
Mercury went into its pre-shadow on August 20th, and Mercury went retrograde on September 9th. This retrograde happened to cover two signs. So we had the Libra portion and we have the Virgo portion. Currently, we're sitting in the Virgo portion as it's retrograded back into Virgo. The Virgo shadow period occurred from August 20th to 25th. Then Mercury moved into Libra. And so from August 25th all the way to September 9th, we were dealing with pre-shadow situations in those signs. From the 9th to the 23rd, we dealt with Libra themes, which could have had a lot to do with our relationships, our finances, and how to bring fairness to our situations. Virgo Virgo's retrograde portion started on the 23rd, which could have brought up situations to deal with fine details, contracts, and working on our internal dialogues. So now that we're here at the stationary period, we will revisit these themes again all the way up until about October 16th when Mercury finally goes out of its post-shadow period. The zodiac signs that would have experienced this retrograde more than others would have been the cardinal signs and the mutable signs. So the cardinal signs being Aries, Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn, and the mutable signs being Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius, and Pisces. So yeah, this was an intense period, and this was an intense week in terms of planetary transits. It was very jam-packed. So I hope that you guys are making the most of it. I hope you all have the best week ever. Later, and see you in the next episode.